1: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: I'm going to be here with you for one more hour. And we got a lot of people, a lot of thoughts, a lot of opinions on Baker Mayfield, the Raiders, the Rams, Josh McDaniels, damn it, right before we went to break, I'm saying we had a caller ask about the Lions. It's like, what does it take for people to talk about the Lions? How about sustained success? Not just four out of five. Wouldn't it be something if somehow, some way, the Lions got into the playoffs? Yeah, not going to happen. Maybe next year. Anyway. I'm hanging out here with our producer for the evening, doing an amazing job, Jack Stern. I'm here with you, everybody all across North America. If you hear me this very second, you should know this. I'm here every weeknight. I get started at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. A matter of fact, speaking of a Pacific, I'm going to be out in the Pacific Northwest. I'm going to be in Oregon next week. I'm also going to be in Phoenix. I should just go all over the place. I think I pretty much have. The big shout outs to my friends at Special Olympics as we continue the media for the movement tour. And thank you oh so much to my friends at Experian for helping me just support inclusion and diversity as it relates to sports and health. It's a beautiful thing. And I I was in D.C. this week. I should have went out to Maryland and told Daniel Snyder to sell this team. That's what I should have done. Anyway, eight five five two one two four CBS. If you know how to use the internet, if you do use it, you can find me online. I'm on Twitter at JR Sport Brief. People are telling me about how terrible the uh the Raiders are tonight. Choking the game away. Jerry Tillery, dumbest player of the year. Adrian Clark says. At Jr. Sport Brief, dumbest play ever. He's an absolute moron. Raiders are done. Jim Irwin says, get out. See you next season. And if you if you're just tuning in and you don't know what happened, here's the deal. Wolford started the game for the Rams. Only played that one series, couldn't play. They put out Baker Mayfield. Yes, the same Baker Mayfield who just got picked up off of waivers two days ago. So he's on a squad for two days. And he had a, well, well, you know what, let's walk through it. To open the game up tonight that the Raiders lost ultimately 17 to 16. Someone who has been on an absolute tear was able to go out there and score the game's opening points or the first points for the game. Josh Jacobs, he had 99 yards rushing tonight for a touchdown. This opened the game up. This was the Raiders' only touchdown of the game. Listen.
3: Same formation as first down, second and goal from the one. Snap, give to Josh again, off the right side, has some room, squeezes in. Touchdown, Raiders. An opening drive, 75-yard push, and Jacobs caps it off with a one-yard dive through the right side, and it's 6-0 Las Vegas, less than six minutes into the game.
2: The Raiders radio network, they get the extra point, so now it's 7-0 in the first quarter. Right out the gate. And then they kick another they kick a field goal, not another one, but they kick a field goal and now it's 10 to nothing Raiders. And this game is exactly what everybody thinks, crap. At the end of the first quarter, it's 10-3 Raiders over the Rams. And then in the second quarter, the Raiders kick another field goal. It's 13 to 3 going into the half. Both of these teams are trash, so nobody scored in the third quarter. And then by the time we got to the fourth, the Raiders kicked another field goal. It's 16-3 with three minutes left in the game. And I'm watching the game, and I'm like, come on now. Like, is this going to be another game winner? We just saw on Monday Night Football Tom Brady come back from a 16-3 deficit. That's Tom Brady. Is Baker Mayfield going to do this on Thursday Night Football? The answer is is yes, because with three minutes remaining, Baker Mayfield almost threw a touchdown that went over the goal line, but no, they got right to the goal line with three minutes to to go in the game, and Cam Akers got the ball, and he did this. Mayfield ready, under center, opens up, hands off. Akers finding Peter, pushing the pile. There it is. Touchdown, Cam the Ram. Touchdown. LA. You can tell by the excitement. It's from the Rams radio network. They haven't had too much to be excited about this season. They entered into the game with three wins and nine losses. And guess what? The Rams get the ball back. The score is 16 to 10. There's less than two minutes left in the game. The Rams have no timeouts. The timeouts are all gone. And they have to go 98 yards to actually score. You want to know who did it? Baker Mayfield did it. You want to know who helped him do it? The Raiders helped him do it. Because they're inept. Two ridiculous penalties. A pass interference penalty. And then another penalty, which is just you can't forgive it. I'm talking about slapping the ball out of baker mayfield's hands when he's trying to set up for the next play you know what that means personal foul first down 15 yard penalty and you know what else i'll tell you the previous play was a sack max crosby hit baker mayfield And then you have an idiot come by who slaps the ball out of his hands. The the team is in duress. The clock is running. And you got an idiot who slaps the ball out of Baker's hands. Matter of fact, listen to this stupid play. Empty set for Mayfield. Shotgun snap. Eyes the middle. Crosby off the edge. He gets home at the 12.
3: Max Crosby for his second sack of the game. And now a flag, and it looks like it's going to be on the Raiders. A late flag. Baker Mayfield was calling for
2: it. And this is going to be a penalty after the play. How dumb can you be? I think anybody with half a brain would understand that. You don't, you don't touch the ball. In between plays, you don't give it to the stupid official. Why are you slapping it out of his hand? What is this, high school? Pee-wee? What are we doing? Max Crosby should slap him. And so with the extra yards and the first down and stopping the clock, Baker Mayfield was able to do this to pretty much end the game. Rams have to go 98 yards without a timeout. 23 remaining, 15 seconds. Mayfield flings it, left side, end zone. Caught! Caught! Caught by Van Jefferson! With nine seconds remaining! Touchdown, L.A. Yeah. I'd be excited, too, if I were the Rams radio guys. They kick the extra point. They go up 17 to 16 with 10 seconds left, and that's all she wrote. The Rams come back with three minutes left in the game down 16 to 13. They come back and win 17 to 16. Baker Mayfield just got to the team 2 days ago. Josh McDaniels is uh he's a bad head coach. The Raiders are an undisciplined team. And I guess it runs in their bloodline. I guess it runs from the top down. The Rams aren't playing for nothing. They bring in Baker Mayfield just to kick the tires on the guy to see if he might be worth a damn next year or whatever the case might be. And and are you losing to them? The Raiders were trying to hold out hope that they could go on a run. They don't deserve to. They're a disaster. Baker Mayfield just got there. He spoke to Amazon after the game. He was on the desk, and he talked about, having to learn this system so quickly.
4: I was just telling Fitzy, uh, you know, originally I was angry about having to go through many, so many coaching changes and learn so many new things, but that for sure helped right there. Uh, just learning protections first and then just talking with those guys on offense about the, you know, the concepts that I like. And luckily I've I
2: run a lot of them, um, and they put some good plays out there and put me in a good position to win. Oh, and Sean McVay, he loves the guy. This man was effusive about Baker Mayfield. Take a listen to this.
1: You can't say enough about Baker Mayfield and the leadership, the resilience, don't, don't, don't. the competitiveness, um, you know, and, and what a quick study. I mean, he just got here five minutes ago and, and figured out a way to, to be able to do some special things tonight.
2: Yeah, he's, he's happy. He's a happy coach. What about the loser coach? What about Josh McDaniels? This this man sounds defeated. Like he needs a hug. Uh, Jack Stern said it. He probably needs a drink. He probably had one already. Josh McDaniels, he says we made too many mistakes.
4: The bottom line is, is until we, until we figure out how to, you know, stop losing games with mistakes that we, you know, we do ourselves, then it makes it very difficult to win. And. So, you know, you can't, you can't really win until you stop from losing, and that's penalties, turnovers, things like that, that that contribute to that.
2: He should have just said, I suck and the team sucks. End of story. That's it. We see the mistakes. We see them. That was one of the worst mistakes I've ever seen. It wasn't a mistake. It was just a dumb play. Why are you slapping the ball in between plays? I can think of 20 things that that Tillery should have done instead of slapping the ball out of Baker Mayfield's hands. If you're going to be that stupid, you might as well go all the way. Take the ball out of Baker's hands and punt it. Look at Baker Mayfield and slap his helmet. Hey, Jack, what else could could he have just put the ball? He should have put the ball under his jersey, right?
0: Yeah, I think that would have been a much better option.
2: He could have took the ball and ran and throw it to someone, threw it to someone in the stands. Like, if you're going to be stupid, you might as well go all out. Derek Carr. Man. I'm just glad he didn't cry tonight. He spoke to the media after the game and he said, yeah, I guess he's used to this losing by now. He's like, yeah, the mistakes, we did it. It was our fault.
4: It hurts uh, but we put ourselves in that position right um you know we you know we won you know however many games in a row but it doesn't mean you win the next one and um, you try and you know talk about it preach about it you know um, you know work so that doesn't happen uh but it happened to us today and it's it's hard it's tough but we put ourselves in that position like it's nobody else's fault
2: I don't know what Derek Carr does after these games man What do you do? If I was Derek Carr, I, man, I don't know. I'd be, I'd be tripping somewhere right now. I'd be having, I'd be on beer number three. (laughs) Yeah, I would just right now after the game, number three, maybe four. And he has to do this. He's been doing this since he basically got there. Man, if the Raiders turn things around and go to the playoffs, they don't deserve to be there. They can't Uh, it's the Raiders' way. The selection of talent, the choking of games. And I it'd be nice if Mark Davis let it go, but I know he wants to, he wants to do it for Dad, and there's not a damn thing wrong with that, but man, some of his decision making is terrible. I wonder who he's, he's going to hire off a of television next. Picking or throwing a Jeff Saturday out there would have been a, a Mark Davis type move. Sad. 855-212-4CBS. And congratulations to Baker Mayfield. He should have a party tonight.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
2: Sean is calling from Chicago. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
4: Hey, JR. Love your show. I really like listening to you, especially after listening to all my homers here in Chicago, getting (laughs) national perspective on the things that are going on out there. Love it. So thank you. Love your show.
2: Thank you. And
4: thanks to Jack as well. So I guess where I'm at is I couldn't help watching today thinking, this is a – McVay's bought into this quarterback. He's bought into Baker Mayfield. And I couldn't help thinking that's a parallel to the Bears and Fields. I mean, we just came out of a situation where we had a, a coaching staff that just wouldn't buy in. To Justin Fields, and now all of a sudden we've got that. It, it's a coach that, that just couldn't couldn't accept who he had, and this was somebody who was excited and really ready to play. And you know, he's been, he got held down for a couple of years here in Chicago, and 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 then you know we watch him succeed, and then we're watching Baker, Baker Mayfield of all guys. I mean, come on, I'm not a Baker Mayfield guy, but you watch him succeed like this, and you're like, oh. This is a microcosm for the, for the Bears. You know, what do you think about, you know, a franchise, a coach, buying in to what somebody has to offer? Like, how, how much does that change a franchise? How much does that change a game? How much does that change a season?
2: Well, I think it's it's a matter of, of, of coaching and organizational structure in general. Thank you, Sean, for calling from from Chicago. I think when you look at any of these scenarios, it's it's like a partnership. You know, every now and then somebody goes, oh, well, look, Tom Brady won again. We, I heard this on Monday. Somebody called up here on Monday. And it's just like, hey, I think this proves once again that, that Bill Belichick could not win without Tom Brady. Look at Tom Brady doing it again. And it's like, what are, we, what are we still arguing about? Bill Belichick has come out of his own mouth and said that he doesn't win without the talent. So what's the argument for at the same time, you need somebody to structure it like you can have all the greatest ingredients and best ingredients in the world. But if you don't have a coach who knows how to utilize them, where to put or how to put each ingredient in, how much, when. It's like someone saying, hey, I want to barbecue, barbecue, some chicken, but putting a barbecue sauce right on the chicken from the beginning, you don't do it because the sugar will burn it. Some coaches know how to organize and some don't. It's like anything else in life. I can give you all the tools. Do you know how to use them? Do you have the experience? And so has Baker Mayfield been in that perfect position yet? Probably not. But if you have to evaluate him just individually as his own person, as a player... He may not be the greatest of ingredient anyway. He might not be the freshest cut. Tonight, Baker Mayfield did good. Helping to finish up the game, you have to give him credit. But the Raiders played a big part in this too. They're not your typical football team. Congratulations, Baker did awesome at the end of the game. And what were we going to expect from him? He just got there. Overall, I give him credit tonight. Completed 22 of 35 passes, 230 yards, had a touchdown. W- what more were we expecting from this dude? He didn't fumble a ball. He didn't throw an interception. He's limited in what he knows, and they came away with a victory. And so kudos to Baker Mayfield. And just, just major detriments, as, as all of them. Multiple demerits here to the Las Vegas Raiders. Hot crap. On a winter day. Well, it's not winter yet. I give it a couple of weeks. Yeah. You get the hell what I'm saying. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to take more of your calls on the other side. Josh McDaniels and, and Derek Carr had more to say about how crappy they were tonight. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. A guy from YouTube is here on the radio and on television and hosting press conferences man, if you want something and you know how to go there and get it, just damn it go for it. I'm not guaranteeing you that it's gonna happen, but man, I'm just getting started eight five five two one two four c b s that's eight five five two one two four c b s hopefully for uh you know Baker Mayfield he's getting a legitimate start here. The remaining games for the Rams is comeback victory, not so, not so bad of a start—a damn good one. Uh, just what happens with Baker is going to be a conversation that goes all the way into the off season. And you know somebody else who's getting a shot and an opportunity. And I can't, I can't omit this. It's happening right here in Atlanta. It's going down right here in Georgia. Arthur Smith has finally decided to pull the plug. On Marcus Mariota, he has been crap the past few games. The fans in the stands, they got to look out when this man throws a pass because it's going over everybody's heads. And so the Falcons as as a team, man, we knew this. Marcus Mariota, it was unlikely. He held down the fort to get things started, but now it's time to pass the baton. The man who helped Cincinnati actually star last year be a decent squad, Desmond Ritter's going to get his chance. Falcons are 5-8, and eight, two losses in a row, going nowhere fast, on a bye, going to take on the Saints. This is the opportune time. This is the prime time to go ahead and, and make the move, give him some time to study and try to go out there and get the reps and and make a difference. Arthur Smith, he made it very clear they need to get over the hump.
4: Over the next two weeks, and what they do in your position with them in regards to the division, factor into the decision? No, I think where we're at, and that's a good question, but, you know, we, we've got we've to get over this hump here, and there's a lot of things that, at stake. Um, so that that will not have an impact. It's what's going to be best for this team, short-term and long-term.
2: Yeah, the Falcons aren't getting over a hump until they establish uh, – a legitimate full-time quarterback, and this is this is one way to do it, or should I say, long-term option at quarterback, and this is the time to give him a chance, an opportunity. Let's see if Ritter can take the bull by the horns and and give them some hope, or you know maybe they'll be able to still draft someone and get a little bit of a competition. Eight five five two one two four CBS as Baker Mayfield knows, all you need is a little bit of an opportunity. Joe is calling from Cleveland. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
5: How you doing, Jr? Good morning. Very well.
2: Yes, I was thinking. You know,
5: uh, when he was our quarterback, you know, before he got his shoulder hurt, he was doing pretty good things for us. He was making magic happen. I think we won 11 games that year and uh to the playoffs. Pretty good. Yes. You know, first time in a long time. And you know, we forget about it that fast. But he. He, he took us there, and he did a lot of good things that year. And uh, he, when he got hurt, you know, he went he went down, and everybody turned his back on him. And uh, I just feel like if he's in a comfortable position, you know, somewhere where he's playing where people have confidence in him and, and he's not hurt, I think he can do good things. He just has, you know, has to work on the, 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 the balls getting batted down a lot from the line. That, that's that's all, my only beef with him.
2: Well, I, I agree with you. But there, there comes a point in time, he's going to be 28 years old next season. And so the, the idea and thought that we're going to give him a shot and, and he has potential, that that is basically already out the window. This is probably his last great shot. He, he didn't get it with Carolina, bad situation, bad team, but he had no choice. He's getting the tail end of this season with the Rams, and depending on how he performs over these next several games, you know, maybe he'll get a shot, but these are, these are the scenarios that he's going to be in. People are going to call him when they're, they're under duress and when things aren't going right, you know? Yeah, well,
5: it's a privilege to play in the NFL, and I would take a backup spot anywhere.
2: Yeah, you would. <laughs> a lot of people would. <laughs> I hear that, but when you're, you're selected number one overall, You know, it has to be a a gut punch to the ego. And thank you, Joe, for calling from Cleveland. I think a lot of people would take a backup spot in the NFL. A lot of people. And especially with the salary, too. But, you know, this, this wasn't the expectation for someone selected number one overall. You don't take Baker Mayfield number one and just, you don't take anybody number one and think that you'll hit the skids. But I told you, we got some crap organizations out here. The Browns happen to be one of those squads on the list. We talked about the Lions. The Lions are one of those squads on the list, unfortunately. Well thank God they're actually doing better right now. We got some teams that just can't get out of their own way. How about the New York Knicks? Was the last time the New York Knicks were able to, to draft a, a superstar, a star Patrick Ewing? Like, you got some teams that cannot get out of their own way. Speaking of the New York Knicks, it's like they're already ready to trade dudes. (laughs) Yeah, who's the last? There can't be. Like, they. Allen Houston signed, and Latrell Sprewell had the choker guy, and Amari Stoudemire had no knees. Carmelo Anthony was traded for when he didn't need to be at that time. Patrick Ewing is the last star that the Knicks drafted. Chris Stapps Porzingis just, he was sick and tired of the situation. They were sick and tired of him. Just just nonsense. Some teams can't get out their way. And then you got a team like the Yankees that it's like, hey, we got 90-plus games every year. We're competing for a championship. Sad. Hey, Marco, is it, you can't make that up, can you? How can we how can we really be moving towards this even sounds ridiculous to say? The New York Knicks are moving towards 40 years, the last time they were able to draft a franchise changing player. Can can you imagine that? That's true. That's not a joke. It's not an exaggeration. It's true.
0: JR, it's true to the point where it's basically 20 years to get a role player. I mean, they can't even draft guys that get in the rotation. I mean, really, I mean, who are we talking about? David Lee? Oh I mean, God. you know, like the guys that they have, maybe, Charlie
2: oh, Ward. Oh my God. Right. Charlie Ward.
0: Right. Wow. Uh, you know, and he was a, a nice <laughs> player. Like that, that's the bar for the Knicks right now. It's can they get guys that can contribute on a consistent basis in the rotation? If you can start there. Maybe then you can get a guy that maybe can take it to that at next level because they have their, their you know they're pinning the hopes on RJ Barrett taking that step and right now man, that's completely up in the air as well.
2: He looks like a guy that will average uh, 17 to 20 points on poor shooting. His career, I don't know, man. It's, some teams can't get there's a selection. Knicks, I don't know if I'd put them in. Well, yeah, maybe why not? Knicks, Lions. Uh, Browns. We have some teams that every now and then they'll be okay, but it's like they're destined to stink. It's a shame. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855 212 cbs I will take more of your calls on Baker Mayfield, the Raiders. We just talked about the Falcons handing the reins for now over to Desmond Ritter. Want to see what he can do? Because Marcus Mariota, he ain't it. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Going to take more of your calls before we roll out. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. It has been a busy 24 hours. Thursday morning, we all get the news that Brittany Griner is on her way home. She should be home by now. God bless her. We see the end of Thursday night football. Baker Mayfield with a comeback, his first game playing for and with the Rams. Didn't expect to see that. Didn't expect them to be on another team. Here he is. Raiders choke. Marcus Mariota. We learn that he's finally officially gotten the boot. Desmond Ritter is going to be the starting quarterback for the Falcons, I guess, unless he chokes. We see more money getting thrown around in baseball. Brandon Nemo gets a deal. One hundred and sixty two million dollars? I mean, whoa. Like, damn, Brandon Nemo, okay. Get your money, man. A busy day. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Ron is calling from Cali. You're on the JR Sport Brief show.
6: How you doing, JR? First of all well. calling in. Love your show. I think you guys give the West Coast good props on your show. So anyway, um, I'm a diehard Niners fan, and tonight I'm watching the Raiders, our old rivals, local, and then the Rams, who, being a Niners fan, I hate the Rams, but I found myself pulling for Baker. And uh, it kind of raises a question. Do you think partially the Rams took them, one, because of their needs, but two, to keep us from getting them?
1: The uh... Niners...
2: The, I think the way I've heard people talk about so here's, here's, here's what we do know. We saw how Purdy performed on Sunday, and everything that I've heard about him since then from his teammates, etc., everybody's everybody's thrilled. You know, Kyle Shanahan, whether or not he wanted to go out there and save face, he pretty much said that no, we don't we don't want him. And you know what? I I think if I'm the Niners, I don't want to rock the apple cart. Whatever you feel about Baker Mayfield, he he comes with a lot. He has a strong personality. Um, He's going to attract attention. And it's similar to what DeMarcus Lawrence had to say a couple of nights ago as it relates to Odell. Like, it's cool if he can come in and contribute, but if it's just going to come in and be a circus, no thank you. And I think the Niners, I, I think they were trying to avoid that. I don't think it was necessarily to keep them away. I think it's, and and why would they care? They're they're pretty much out of it.
6: Yeah, no, I, you, the Rams are out of it as far as I'm concerned. But uh, yeah,
2: they are. They're three. Me, they I'm came on, in three and nine. I'm on the per D train all the way. <laughs> well, listen, I, I hope it works out. It was, um, you know, I, I I like watching the Niners play and. I appreciate the defense, and and you never know what you're going to get from from Shanahan, so it makes it fun to watch, and to see Jimmy Garoppolo go down. Just as an, a fan of the NFL, it sucks, but I think we should all be used to it at this point in time. You know.
6: Well, Purdy looks like he has some moxie out there. He doesn't look like he gets shaken. I mean, he hasn't faced
2: a, a raucous D yet, but yeah, you know, well, that's I, I, I that's think he's got it. That's part of the deal. It's experience, and let's see if he can he can move forward. Thank you, Ron, for calling from Cali. B is calling from Georgia. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. How's it going. It's going good, man. What's up?
6: Oh man, I don't think I, I don't think the fans and everybody want to hear what I got to say. I, can I talk about the Falcons?
2: Yeah, we just talked about them changing quarterbacks. <laughs> what you got to say about them?
6: I don't I believe they're giving that man a fair chance because they sat there and let Matt Ryan play all them years and he ain't do nothing. Ever since 2016, he never. I mean, they were going 0 and 6, 0 and 7, it's Whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa! Help, help me out here. What, what, what is your point or your problem? What does Matt Ryan have to do with the current situation?
6: <laughs> they say they ain't giving Mario their chance. They Oh I mean he oh,
2: Well, look, Mariota, they didn't give Marcus Mariota a chance. No. Marcus Mariota was basically given the boot on his own team and had to go ahead and join the Raiders. Marcus Mariota doesn't have the track record. Matt Ryan is someone who won an MVP in right. helping and take a team to win. I mean,
6: they give it to the quarterback. He had the best offensive players any team ever had in
2: 2016. No, 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 no B. Are we going to say that Matt Ryan only had success because of the people around him?
6: No, I'm telling you, he had the best offensive team in 2016, offensive players in 2016. Any team I'm ever. not
2: just talking about his season. The okay. man has been. No, stop and listen to me, B. Matt Ryan has been reliable. Let me not say has, because he was. He was reliable, he was durable. He was dependable. You had not an issue or worry about what this man was going to do. He showed up. He won an MVP. He has put himself together a great career in Atlanta. The only thing that he did not do is win a Super Bowl. And so to stop and listen, to compare Marcus Mariota to Matt Ryan and talk about him not getting a chance is ridiculous the resumes don't match up.
6: Okay, listen at this. Then
2: he don't have Mariota. Don't have a team. Matt Ryan here. He ain't have the players that start even hurt. This man. Well, not they because the, the last... Falcons are. Well, listen, I got an answer for you there. The Falcons are in a rebuilding situation. Oh, if Marcus Mariota was worth a damn thing, he wouldn't be have bounced around. And I was thirteen.
6: Okay, can I ask you, son? When the last time the Falcons was in first place? or even
2: had a chance to win. First what, is that, what does that have to do with the first point that you brought up that I just invalidated?
6: Because I'm telling you that Matt Ryan got blamed everybody else for Matt Ryan not getting a chance. Stop him
2: telling him. me about Matt Ryan. You trying to big up Marcus Mariota getting a chance, and you tearing down Matt Ryan in the process. Matt,
6: you. Y'all gave Matt Ryan a chance. They I Matt didn't
2: Ryan. do a dance. Well, stop. Who's y'all? I ain't Matt. I'm not the Falcons. You're Matt, Matt oh, be quiet. I put him on hold. He's still here. You're yelling at me about Matt Ryan for. You know how many teams would have loved to have somebody like Matt Ryan that showed up, came to work. You didn't have a problem, didn't have an issue. He wasn't wanting. He wasn't complaining. He was great in the community. He won an MVP. He helped take you to a Super Bowl. What are we talking about Matt Ryan for? You want Marcus Mariota to get the same chance for what? He's not as good. Sheesh. What are, we, what are we, in a time warp? Tell me about Mike Vick. Let's bring him back. He's probably still yelling. Listen to him yell. It should be fun. Go ahead, yell. Oh, he's uh, he lost his phone. Shame. Marcus. <laughs> yeah, Marcus Mariota should get the same chance as Matt Ryan. Y'all gave him. I didn't give him a damn thing. I don't run the team. Talk to Talk to Mr. Blank. That's not me. Sheesh. Matt Ryan never did. I think that Marcus Mariota should get the same leash as Matt Ryan did. Goodness gracious.
0: I think he probably wants Drew Bledsoe as well.
2: What's Drew Bledsoe have to do with anything?
0: Well, I mean, he was in the business of naming off random quarterbacks who had accolades from years ago and seemed like viable options of the past. So I thought Drew Bledsoe oh. might be an option.
2: Oh, he's, he's thinking about guys here in Georgia. So, I mean, let me, find, let me find Chris Chandler and throw him out there right now. Like, what are you talking about? Let's get Scott from California. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, go ahead, Scott. Hey, JR, how are you? Uh,
3: enjoy your show. Love your content, Thank you. man. Thanks, thanks for the call. Sure. Hey, there's a team, uh, an NFL football team, that uh, is out there. And this team has beaten a, a teams called the Green Bay Packers, the Lions, the Saints, the Bears, the Dolphins, the Cardinals, the Commanders, the Bills, the Patriots, the Jets. And this team still doesn't get any talk. We don't get any credibility, and uh, I just want to know why. You can guess what that team is. I'll let you know, but um, even this weekend, we're only two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Lions, and I'm talking about the Minnesota Vikings 10-and-2, and And every sports talk I listen to, I drive a lot. I can go from Jim Rohn to Maggie and to Zach and to you. And I hear the same thing all the time, is just that well, it's like we're going to be one and done or just no credibility or Kirk can't do it. But all I see is um, winning close games, finishing against good teams, and we're healthy. And I want to get your take on the Lions game.
2: Well, the Lions have won four out of five. And yeah, I, I, I talked about this. Did you listen to the show last night? No, I, I just uh, – I don't always hit you late. Okay. So, you know, every Wednesday I do a top six list. And last okay. night I gave a top six teams, NFL teams, that I think are, are primed for a stretch run here. This is how I feel. I can't speak for Jim Rome or Maggie or Zach or anybody. I can speak for me. I'm not a fan of these Minnesota Vikings because I think – in the playoffs, and I think we've seen this in the regular season, people might kind of tear that ass up on the defensive side of the ball. Like, you can, you can throw against them. I have more confidence in other teams that have had a success in the postseason. In Minnesota, they're, they're, they've been here so many times. This is what it comes down to. Prove it. That's it. It's like yeah. the ball – this is what it boils down to, Scott, and you understand this. What, well, I'm not a good uh, fairy tale person. Was it the boy who cried wolf? Is that what it was? Well, that's the story. Yeah, that that's what it is for the Minnesota Vikings. It's like, okay, let us see it. There's been a change in coach. There's been a change in philosophy. Great. I'm sorry. GM changed. Yeah.
3: Yes. Yes.
2: Of- yes. Yeah. 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 They brought in Mensa. Yes. Well, now you have to prove it. That's it. So let's see if they do it. And thank you, Scott, for calling from California because now I got to shut up. You've been listening to the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Jack, thank you for another great night, man.
0: Yeah, it was great working with you again, JR. And if tonight and Tuesday night I think it was wasn't enough, well, I'll be back with you tomorrow for a little bit more fun. So buckle up your seatbelt.
2: Good stuff. Yeah, seatbelts are great. They keep you safe. If you're not wearing a seatbelt listening to me on the radio, put your damn seatbelt on, okay? I'll be back with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you miss me at all, you can find me online at Jr. Sport Brief. That's everywhere. I'll be back tomorrow, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. But don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. I got to leave. You're going to tell me to get the hell out the studio.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.